Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to the Natural Habitat Podcast, the one and only podcast called the Natural Habitat Podcast. Um, I just want to take a second to appreciate everybody that listens every week to the show, everyone that goes back and listens to the old catalog, people that are supporting Awesome Ties Running for Mayor, our sister show, as well as the YouTube series Awesome Ties Running for Mayor. People that are out there telling their friends, telling their co-workers, telling people that they're smoking with or hanging with or stuck in line at Burger King with that the Natural Habitat podcast is a podcast that they should listen to. You know, word of mouth is probably our biggest asset that we find people that enjoy the show and then they tell people that they enjoy the show. Boom. That's how it works. And exponential growth is a crazy thing. So if you want to do your part, you can tell someone about the show. You can also go to iTunes, leave a rating, uh, uh, give us a review, all those things. Uh, One out of a number of stars, most likely five stars. Maybe there's not even a star rating. I'm not sure. I should look it up before I tell you to do it. But... Go there and find out and let me know how it goes. Because, you know, that's what this is. This is a journey. This is a journey that, that you and I are taking together. And I'm not talking to all the listeners. I'm talking to you. So, go to iTunes. If you don't have iTunes, go to your friend's iTunes. You know, the friend that you told about the show. Ask him if he has iTunes when you're having this conversation. And if he does... Use his iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. That's the Natural Habitat Podcast, the one and only. Today, uh, man, I'm, I, I don't even remember what we talked about today. I'm recording this after, and it has left my brain on account of this new weed I got. It's uh, called... Oh no, I forgot what the weed was called too It's in the other room We'll never know We're never going to know what that weed's called I mean I will, but you won't That will not be a journey that we will be taking together It's going to be a solo journey So, let's do this Without further ado, we're going to start the show William Waffles, in the house California, Oregon Let's do it Wait, hold on. One more thing that I want to add before we start. Uh, you know, for people that have been listening to the show for a long time, you can go all the way back, all the, all the way back to the very early days of the Natural Habitat podcast and to the to the Click Boom podcast and JSC Radio, if these are things that you can find still. I'm not sure. I'm not very positive a lot of things on this intro read. I'm sorry about that. But uh, William Waffles and myself did uh, did this a number of podcasts together. He moved to Oregon. And now, you know, thankful uh, thank, thanks to the wonders of technology, we can still be joined together and do this show. So that's dope. It's a, it's a fresh element that, that Joey and I had was that we had never met each other. Well, I mean, we had met each other, but we didn't really have a lot of time face to face. He lived away from me and we connected on Facebook, got on Skype and started doing the podcast together. And now, uh, you know, much like that connection was made on the internet, this connection is made on the internet and... You know, it's a crazy time we live in. We talk about it a lot, but it really is the best time to be alive. So, in tribute to that, in the spirit of living in the best time to be alive, smoke one, now I'm going to play the theme song, and now we're going to start the show. So here it goes.
What was that? What? What was that? What was what? <coughs> what did you just cover the microphone and say into your phone? Well, I didn't. I didn't do anything of the sorts. I can see you. No, 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 no. Hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. I am William Waffles. How you feeling today, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. Getting over a cold, so I got a little bit of the phlegm in the throat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, hence my spittoon over here. Oh, nice. Well, that's one of those things that goes around in the world around this time. Yeah. You know, everyone's trying to slang them flu shots. Flu shots are for bitches. Yeah, I don't get flu shots. No, you get the flu. Yeah, I don't... I don't... <laughs> you know, I get the flu maybe every, like, two or three <sighs> years. Three years if I'm lucky. Well, see, I got the boys now, and they go to daycare and school. So, and- that's no good. You just got viruses in your house constantly. Yep. No good. No. Nah. No good. So, um... So right off the bat, we've got a lot of people writing us, a lot of people uh, on our Facebook, Natural Habitat Podcast, emailing naturalhabitatpodcast at gmail.com, uh, commenting pretty much everywhere that we're available, and asking this question, which we are going to answer right now. Shaq Fu, the worst video game ah. of all time. What do you think? You think it's the worst video game of all time ever made? Nah, bro. No? No. See, I'm going to say no. I could think of worse games. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat, dude. Uh-huh. So, Tool time. Is that a home improvement video game? Yup. Really? Yeah. For like Super Nintendo? Yup. Dude, that's boss. It was shitty. See, that sounds horrible, but it sounds it sounds good. But when you think about it for longer than two seconds, you realize that it's garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or we could get statistical with the worst game ever. Yeah. E.T. on Atari. E.T. on Atari? Yeah, hands down the worst fucking game ever. Yeah, I think that would take the cake. Over I mean, Shaq Fu. You, you, you spent most of the game in a pit, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get out of the pit, so you kind of had to restart the game, and then you'd fall in a pit. Let's see what happens when we Google worst video game ever. Guaranteed it's going to be fucking uh, (laughs) E.T. for Atari, bro. E.T. for Atari is the number one answer. I'm telling you. (laughs) Number one on here. Next is Superman and 99. Uh, Big Rigs. I don't remember either one of those. Uh, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. That was a game. Oh, Shaq Fu's on this list. Well, of course it's on the list. It's just not the worst game ever. Yeah, come on. We got Charlie's Angels. That, oh. that couldn't have been a great game. And then Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, which that kind of sounds fun to me. Now I want to see gameplay of Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. <laughs> Wait, was this like a computer game? <coughs> Let's see. Let's see what this is. This says, let's play Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Let's kind of skip into here. This whole thing's kind of like a blind date. I mean, here we are. Okay, so here's a blonde bimbo girl. And she's talking the whole time. I don't like it. No, and at the end, it looks like she takes her shirt off. And this was some sort of... It was probably one of those video games. You know what I mean? It was for 3DO. Interesting. And you play the game by making a selection. Uh, Yeah, like a a you choose. Yeah, so at the end of the video, you make a selection, and then it'll give you a new video. Was Was that like the game that was a bunch of VHS tapes? I think so. No, 3DO was Panasonic 3DO. It kind of looks like you put a VHS tape in there. Yeah, you put VHS in 3DOs, I thought. Um, I'm not sure. But uh, either way, that is some sort of strange system that 
never uh, that never picked up, like the GameCube or whichever one it is. So Shaq Fu, there's the verdict. There you go. Everyone can stop writing us. It's not the worst game of all time. Nope. So how was your Halloween? Uh, it was really cool, actually. I saw the coolest house um, for trick-or-treating that I've ever seen in my life. This yeah. dude had a, a candy ATM. Oh, shit. So he, like, worked this, you know, wood, p- piece of wood into his window, and then uh, it said, like, candy ATM on the front, had a little doorbell <coughs> ringer, and, uh, and a, a tube, like a three-inch tube at a 45-degree angle coming out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, you press the little ringer, and you could see the dude holding the candy on the other side of the tube. You know, it's a clear tube. So he'd drop one candy through. The kids would catch it in their bag. And he'd drop another candy through, and they'd catch it in their bag. And he'd move the bag back, and then he'd drop a piece of candy so it, like, hits the ground. And kids bend down to pick it up, and he drops, like, a handful of candy through the tube. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> it was pretty boss. That's not a bad idea. I wonder and if... Then, uh, I wonder if he was a. Uh, I wonder if he was a registered sex offender, and that's why he couldn't open the door. Maybe. Maybe, and he found a loophole. Now there was also uh, this dude. So we walked down the street. We walked back, and there was some teenager who was uh, at the candy ATM and pressed it, got a piece of candy, and like ran back out to the street. And he's all like, "Barry, Barry, <laughs> I finally got candy!" <laughs> Holy shit! So he was he was a little too old to trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he fucking tricked the candy atm yep he just thought he was a big kid he was like oh whatever i can't really see see feet how was your halloween uh it was good i uh i i went around and did some trick-or-treating kind of and uh stole a bunch of candy from my niece and nephew at the end of the night which awesome. was fun because they got way more candy than they could ever eat Right. So I was like swoop 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 and got all the all the prime choices. And uh it was pretty good. Nice. Another one down. Now we're moving into the into the strange disappearing Thanksgiving uh holiday and then on to Christmas. Yep. I I'd say it's Christmas already. Pretty much. That's how it goes. Christmas already. So um I have uh I have this video that I found that I really don't want to uh I don't really want to set up too much. So I'm just gonna show it to you. Alright? Okay. Alright. I'm about that. I'm about it. What's your name? My name oh let me t- Oh. Oh it froze. Tell you my name. Yeah. Uh I'm confused. Because it's uh, not gonna work, you know. Like we're supposed to believe in the ministry, right? Okay, that's not gonna work. Hold on. Here we go. I got this. I got the backup. Backup's happening. All right, here we go. I got it now. What's your name? My name. Oh, let me tell you my name. Uh, I'm confused because, uh, you know, like we're supposed to believe in the ministry, right? So is the, is the church and state supposed to be separate? I'm confused because I never went to school, right? Is a confused person get a resolution? I don't understand. You see, when you go like that, right, you have a cross, two sticks, right? And that's how I felt when I was in Waterloo. Because when I walked in Waterloo and smiled at people, they treated me like a vampire. They used the cross and they went like this by not smiling at me. In Toronto, hey, hi guys, you know me, Steve Spiros, easygoing. Those who know. There it is. She said, What's your name? And he's all, Oh, I'll tell you my name. And then goes on this super weird rant. And then says, hi, Steve Spiros, that's my name. And then just starts losing it towards the end. Toronto doesn't have bums, but Waterloo, they're creating bums. They created me. Why? <coughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the church. Talk to the Pope. He knows everything. I had it. 
I'm gonna die. How can you die when you're dead? Oh, wait a second. I'm gonna be crucified, right? <laughs> What's your name? My name? Oh, let me tell <laughs> And then he just rips his shirt open. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That is good stuff. <coughs> so I don't know where that guy came from, but I want to adopt him as my grandpa. That's my plan. You think he'll be alright with that? Maybe. If anybody knows him, let me know. Now you had something that you wanted to bring <coughs> up. And it was the Oculus <clears throat> a something. What is it? Oculus Anubis. Oculus Anubis. What is this? Okay, so I, I move up here to Oregon, and Damascus um, is a town, you know, 20 minutes south of where I live up here in Portland. Okay. Um, I asked one of my fellow neighbors, I'm like, hey, man, you guys know of anything creepy up here I could check out? And he says the Oculus Anubis house. Ooh. Right? So I, 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 as, as any good um, investigative reporter <coughs> does, they do a little bit of research before actually going to said site, Right. So I started doing a little bit of research. So uh, apparently you get down to this place, and it's a huge arching gateway, probably like 30, 40 feet high, giant gate. It's got a couple of lions standing on globes in front of it. And back behind the gate, you know, a couple hundred yards, you can see this enormous statue of Anubis. Dang. Right? We're talking the statue's probably 40, 50 feet tall. So I'm like, all right, this visually looks pretty cool, right? Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. So I start to delve into it a little more. You know, I uh, I come right here to their Facebook page, and the first thing that pops up on their Facebook page says Oculus Anubis Religious Organization. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's got exactly where they are in Damascus. It's got a phone number for them. Here's our website. Let's click the website. <coughs> The website then leads us to isismoontemple.com. What? <laughs> right? Right. So on the, on the homepage of this site, we have um, related links. We have ISIS, payroll services, attack Syria, Syria war, latest news on Syria, and food for the delivery near me. Wait, What? Food for the delivery near me. Yes, that's those weird. are those, those are only related links on this home page. Okay. Okay. So okay, we're in a weird spot there. I'm a little confused at this yeah. point. So I back out and I scroll down the Facebook page. You know, let's see what other other patrons might have said about this establishment. Uh huh. I went there because me and my friends were very curious about the Oculus Anubis. Really was. We investigated some of the owners and found. I don't, oh, holy shit, this is like a huge paragraph. It's all right, lay it on us. Oculus Anubis really was. We investigated some of the owners and found that a man by the name of Anthony Neal stole quite a bit of money from the customers at his eye care business. Interesting. So what I should probably personally do is go in through here and read a bunch more of these, but what I'm going to do is tell you the story that I know of the place. All right. So as I've heard, um, he, back in the day, he was a dentist and scammed a bunch of people and essentially started building this elaborate innate house. Uh-huh. Um, now, when you drive out there, you're kind of out on a dead end when you get to it. There's a bunch of houses out around it, and apparently they're all family-related houses. The rest of them are all Neil's as well. Um, so the first time I heard about this, you know, I, I read this story of the Neil's and how they screwed a bunch of people over to get a bunch of money. And then they started creating and designing this very ornate um, temple, as most people refer to it, uh, with tunnels apparently leading from within the temple to the surrounding houses, the other family members. Um, I think I tried to drive by it once. I was never ever, I never actually found it. Uh, I kind of got a little lost. So the next day I get home and start doing a little more research on it. Um, I found out that there's still a running business. Mm -hmm. Oculus Anubis is a business that sells um, Egyptian statues and like belly dancing gear and incense and weird. stuff like that. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. Weird. Um, 
there's also only three employees to the business. The business headquarters is the Oculus Anubis Temple in Damascus, Oregon. And the company itself makes over $550,000 every year. What? Right. Okay, so that seems like money laundering to me. That screams money laundering. Like, that's just a front. that's That's what you would think, right? Yeah. But then it's like, when you said that this was a place that people go check out, I... I, in my head, assumed it was abandoned. Now, yeah, well, see, that's what you—that's what the first inclination for, for me was as well. So the other day, my buddy, you know, he happens to know where it is. So we're out driving around, and we decide to go drive by. Oh. Now, you can only, from every account I've heard, there are a couple of, uh, I just read something on Google that was posted within a week ago uh, on the review section saying somebody went in there and talk to an old lady. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. Uh, it is Halloween. It's when it's mostly talked about up here. So I think somebody was kind of trying to play into something. Yeah. But but we go out there, and of course the gate is locked. And I'll tell you, man, it was impressive. There are two giant pyramids right behind the pyramids with these brick walls. Look up a picture of it. it it'll come up with what I'm describing right off the bat. And this huge gate inscribed with all these, I kind of want to say Masonic and Egyptian symbolisms. You know, there's a mixture of both within them. Um, so we, we, we were kind of just there on my lunch. So we turned around and got out of there. You know what I mean? Just kind of stopped by to check it out. But if I've known anything in my life with the places I've been and the kinds of things that I've seen, this is not just any residence. Whoa. This, this isn't somebody who's just laundering money. There's something going on here. Yeah. Not 100% sure what. And there's but fucking, something. there's torches in the. Yeah. I mean, they're not lit all the time, but there's like little torch holders. There's a picture with the torches lit on the gate. Yep. Man, that's crazy, dude. Apparently they have parties here. Not to my knowledge. There's like, there's pictures of people in like costumes and they're outside the gate and the gate's open. No. You're just looking on Facebook or on, uh, on Google. Here, look, I'll share the screen so you could see it. Look, yeah, I'm pulling up images. Um, okay, the gates are open there. I see this guy in a costume. Okay, yeah. I see that. And then there's, uh, there's, Ooh, I do see that. there's this one too. Uh, see, look at this. With like the balloons and the torches and shit. Very interesting. Now see that that opens up a whole new light to me because I have not seen these photos before. See this says, I wish I could show you more. We really do take people's privacy seriously. Lots of stuff is happening there. When the time is right, some of the fantastic and then we have to go visit the website. Which I will yeah. do. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying though? Yeah, this place is very strange. Look, look at, look at, let's, I, I don't mean to be stereotypical or judgmental by any means, but look at the two people that most of these pictures are, have in them. Uh-huh. Like, they, this, this doesn't look like a Halloween thing. No. Um, it almost looks like a Russian-Romanian kind of thing. I don't, I don't want to pull out the slur, but it, it, it kind of looks a little, uh, gypsy to me. Yeah, and it's, it's both of them. So this right, is both of them. Yeah, so I looked on her picture on the website and it gave me this guy. Yep, that's the other guy I'm looking at that's standing in front of the the, the temple gates. Yeah. That's very strange, my friend. Right? So, but of course, you know me, I can't let the macabre, the odd, <clears throat> the unknown be too unknown to my brain. Uh, uh so this says visiting our friends in Damascus, which is that place, Damascus. Damascus, yes. Uh, spent the day doing a private gig in Damascus. It was nice to be invited back. They gave a warm welcome, and we were treated as old friends. We got to meet a powerful matriarch and toured a fantastic subterranean complex. Rocking out for little ones was a blast too, but that's always the story. So are they like child performers? 
Maybe. And they got a personal tour from the guy who owns it of the Ma- subterranean Ma- complex. Ma- matriarch means mother. Oh, matriarch? Mother? Yes, a, ma- a matriarchal society is a society usually ran by a woman. So here's the, uh, this is like an Egyptian lion statue with a lion um, head. That is not the Anubis you see in the front of the yeah. complex either. So it says, I wish I could show you more. We really do take people's privacy seriously. Lots of stuff is happening here. When the time is right, some of the fantastic splendors will be revealed. We may even be the talking heads in the video tour. Till then, I can only show the gate. And when was this all posted? 2015? Yeah. And it says, some goofy website posted a phony baloney cult story about our friends. A phony story with a made-up name, Temple Oculus Anubis. We were laughing about how totally wrong it was. There was also sadness that such a positive place was given such dark fantasies. The real story is what Olive and Dingo would call wonderful, poetic, fortunate. But that is not our story to tell. Not yet, anyways. Huh. Olive and Dingo are their names. Olive and Dingo Neil. We should look them up. Man, that is weird. Here, oliveanddingo.com. Oh, wow. So they, uh... They are a proud partner of local businesses that provide public entertainment for kids and their families centered around music, comedy, reading, enjoying refreshments, and networking public, with our community. Public, public schedule story time? Yeah. Story time at Known Thy Food Cooperative, Northeast 24th, Portland. Scroll down. So, Southeast Milwaukee, okay. For Foster Road, Portland. That's da- that's right down the street from my fucking house, right there. So that's gonna happen on Thursday. It sounds story like story time at Hammer and Jackie's, the store. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so this is uh so this is legit. You fucking you can go to this thing and you can talk to these people. I don't know, man. I don't. You should, you should, and you should have me on Skype. You'll have your phone, and I'll be on Skype, and then we'll we'll ask them questions. And because look, their their post about it and their thing about how they were like, oh, we can't we can't show anything because we respect privacy. But then it was also because things are going to be revealed later, and they might be the ones that are telling us about it is super weird. And then like how they put in the part about them not being a cult. They were like, everyone thinks they're a cult and we think it's so funny. Like it seemed like, like it was all, it was all like, like they're, they're child performers that are doing a, a, some sort of like blog. So you figure that they wouldn't want to add in this stuff about a cult. So all the kids can look it up. You know what I mean? That right. was that was for us. That was to throw us off the trail, people like us. And I think that it was really poorly done. And if you were to talk to them in real life, you could see them, you know, hesitate and see them squirm and maybe even maybe even the dude will break down and he'll be like, "Look, that's that's my wife's. That's Dingo's." Cuz I'm going to say that the guy's name is Olive and the girl's name is Dingo. Right? And cuz you know, it's Portland. So, PC. Oh, very much so all the time. And he's like, look, Dingo likes these people and wanted to like get down with all of the weird shit, but I don't like it and I want to break it and I want to tell you everything on the podcast. That'd be great. Oh man, I'm trying to I'm trying to get like a uh street view of the place, but it's not Oh, there it is. Okay. You got it? Yeah, so um, when we showed up, there were What's trash the address? cans sitting tell, out front. Tell people the address, or what'd you type in? <laughs> Oculus Anubis, Oregon. Oh, there you go. Oculus Anubis, Oregon. Right. O-C-U-L-U-S. Is yep. that how you spell it? O-C-U-L-U-S-A-N-U-B-I-S. Oculus Anubis. Oculus Anubis. Yeah. Right there, look at that. So, 
so this is a this is a private residence. This is a park, uh, according to Google. If you type in Oculus Anubis, it says park in Damascus, Oregon. Even though this is a business and also a subterranean complex and a private well, see, residence. See, I was pulling up last night a little bit of information to do uh, to refresh my memory on some of this. Now, if you look down here at the Discovering Oculus Anubis Part One YouTube video, uh-huh. I did not. I did not watch it. No, but something about me. There's a part two as well, but something about me tells me that they got on the property somehow. Yeah. And might have taken photos? I don't know. Now, if you look down here at the images of Oregon Oculus Anubis, Uh you have the second photo down here. That's not a photo of the actual place. That's somewhere down in California. Oh. Sneaky fucks. Yeah. Let's see. uh, Let's see if these people got inside. We'll skip through this. Looks like they got some gate action. Well, everybody gets a little gate action. Got some pictures, got some local... Lo- local people talking about it. Yeah, localers going like, oh, yeah, I've made Subway sandwiches before, and I also have heard about uh, Oculus Anubis. This is them driving out to it. They brought their trash cans out. No trespassing. Trespassers will be prosecuted. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah so it's like, that's crazy that to see like those people in front of it with the torches lit and everything and the gates open the olive and olive and dingo olive and dingo that's like, right i need to get that information down it's so weird to see them in front of that gate so they're going to be at story time uh they're going to be at hammer and jack's toy store on foster road southeast foster road uh, on Thursday at 10.30 a.m. Oh, here's their Facebook page. So, I don't know. Something's going on with these guys. Mm, 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 What did you find? Olive and, Olive and Dingo are the picture of the people we saw. They're not the residents. No, I know they're not the residents. Oh. Yeah, it's, they said that they were visiting their friends. Hmm. But it didn't look like like they were having a. Per- it did. They didn't say they were having a performance there. Look at her. Yeah. That was not on Halloween. That was just at a performance. Yeah. They go. Man, so, they, they go got all some out. weirdness. They go all out. You should definitely go. Write down that address. I said it five times. So when this comes oh, oh, out, oh, I've got it right here on my phone. <laughs> all right, sweet. So you should go to it, and you should try to talk to him and see what happens. Yeah. Don't miss out. Speaking of, that's a good transition. Because I want to talk about FOMO. Oh, the fear of missing out? Fear of missing out. Uh, I was watching this video, this Vsauce video, that, uh, have you ever watched any Vsauce stuff? No. I think I, I think I told you before. I talk about them all the time. Vsauce, uh, they're, they make, uh, interesting, uh, you know, sciencey type of videos that are just, you know, to feed your curiosity, you learn things and they're set up in a way they're like 10 minutes long and the yeah. host is really good and they're set up to where they're easily digestible by anybody. You don't have to have, you know, some extreme science background. He breaks everything down for you, but not too much keeps it all moving and i was watching this video that was about things that we'll miss in the future like uh like one of which would be uh chernobyl 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 (laughs) i'm high i forgot how to say chernobyl chernobyl will not be livable for another twenty two thousand years Oh yeah, it's that's a long way out. Yeah, and it it makes me think about uh our Diablo Canyon that's here on the California coast. They're closing it in 2025. But as far as I know, we can only contain nuclear power plants. We just can't but we can't turn them off. 
There's no way to stop him. Um, so I, th- I think you could stop them. It's it's not a matter of turning them off. It's a matter of the waste within the reactor core itself. Yeah, that becomes the problem and the issue. But <clears throat> I like I was uh, reading something or watching something that was talking about how when we made it, we <clears throat> didn't really think about a way to unmake it. We just started making these power plants and reactors and you can cool it and you can maintain it. But as far as stopping a nuclear core, it's really not going to go anywhere for a while. But, um, one of the things that was brought up that was super dope is, uh, the Andromeda galaxy and the, wait, hold on. This is probably considered a science segment, so we should really do the theme song for science time. Uh, Oh, oh shit. Should we? We should. It's science time. Science. 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 All right, welcome to the science segment. Um, so, as I said, Chernobyl, 22,000 years. And then uh, the Andromeda Galaxy, which is the Milky Way's neighbor out here, in, out here in the vastness of space. Hey, neighbor. We are slowly moving towards each other. And the galaxies will collide in four billion years and give or take, you know, give or take a couple months. And, uh, when they collide, they'll do like a kind of swirl around each other and then they'll turn into one galaxy and it's going to happen on such a vast scale that we're most likely not going to be touched at all. Our solar system will kind of just still do its own thing and just become a part of this new Andromeda slash Milky Way galaxy, whatever it's going to be called. The Milky Duh. The Milky Duh. The Andromeda way I don't know they're hard to mush but either way uh, as this happens so say three and a half billion years from now which we are going to miss out on yeah um, whoever is on earth whatever you know races are on earth and aware and sentient will be able to look up in the sky and see uh the Andromeda galaxy, huge giant in the sky along the strip of our Milky Way galaxy. I actually have a picture of it if you'd like to see. Uh, yes, I would. This actually. is a, this is a artist recreation of what the sky will look like in three and a half billion years. So here's our regular strip of the Milky Way. And here's uh-huh. just this galaxy just chilling off here. It looks like it's about, you know, a good, 10, 15 moons long. Full moons long. Full moons long. What a way to measure stars. Uh huh. That's actually. Galaxies. That's actually for real, too. Cause I remember, uh. No. Yeah. Okay. Check this out. Moons are not a, not a form of measurement, bro. Look. I'm looking. I was, uh, I was watching the thing about the gravitational waves and the neutron stars, right? That we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Remember this? Or last week, maybe? But either way, when I was watching that, they were talking about how the signal came out of nowhere and was picked up by our instruments. We have two here in the United States and we have one in Paris or, or Italy or something like that. Hence the Paris Accords. Yeah. And we, uh, R2, (laughs) yeah, R2 picked it up and the Paris one didn't. So it had to be in the blind spot of the Paris one. So they looked in the blind spots and then that narrowed it down 
and then they pinpointed the other two and that narrowed it down even more but it was all the it was like 400 full moons is what they said that was what the scientist said he was like they narrowed it down to a section of the sky that was 400 full moons and then down to 90 full moons and then down to something else bada boom that's a thing you want me to find the clip of him saying it cause I'll do it are you googling it full moon as a as a unit of measurement in space <laughs> it might have just been something he said but lunar distance also called earth to moon distance no yeah how do we measure the size of the moon no how big is the moon no, no. It's like portions See, I, of the I sky. I asked Google. I asked Google. I moon. Are full moons a form of measurement? Okay, it has no solid answer, bro. That's probably what I would have asked too, but that doesn't mean that that's that that it's not the case. Fuck yeah, the internet's real, dude. I believe I, everything I read on the internet. I heard it said by a scientist. Yeah, well, that scientist probably had a had a. A lab rat up his butt or something. It was it, it was probably an easier way to to explain it so that people could think about it, could think about looking up in the sky and seeing a full moon, and then be like, okay, six hundred of those is this much of the sky. And whether he whether he made it up or not, or if it's already a predetermined thing, I think that he made it a thing. He made it a unit of measurement because it's easy. If you think about a straight up full moon at high noon and midnight. <laughs> so high midnight. And you think about how big that is. And you, I could be like, so 10 full moons. And you could think of roughly how big of a circle and area we're looking at. You know what I mean? Okay. So he made it real. He, he willed it into existence. Okay. Whatever his name is. So uh, uh, you said will, and now I my mind went to Stranger Things. Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, another thing that we're gonna miss is uh is Beetlejuice, the uh the star. Yeah, is gonna supernova. Ooh, in you know a couple hundred thousand years, and that's gonna look like like a second sun in the sky for a few weeks. So it'll yeah, be supernovas are fucking impressive. It'll be all bright at nighttime. It'll be like twilight all the time. So uh, the whole world will be Alaska for a couple of weeks. And then um it wasn't all just things that we're going to miss out on like yeah. all of these awesome explosions and Beetlejuice and all that shit living in Chernobyl if anybody wants to do that. But there's also things that we have now that were in this like little perfect sliver of life to where, you know, we could have born, we could have been born just a hundred years ago and our lives would have been fucked. You know what I mean? Right. They would have been real bad. God. Yeah. And we have no idea what it's going to be like a hundred years from now. So I don't even think we can imagine it seeing do you, do the you, exponential do you think growth. People are going to say poor people in. In the 2000s? Yeah, absolutely. Because they're going to be able to just scan you with something and fix, you know, you get, if you get lung cancer from smoking cigarettes, they'll scan it and you get a new fucking lung with 3D, you know, mapping and nanobots and shit. And you break a bone, you break a bone, you get it wrapped up in this special material and it heals the bone in two hours. So especially medical science is going to be off the hook. Travel is going to be a lot easier and a lot cheaper. And they're going to be like, man, these fuckers fucking paid all kinds of money for everything. And we're just constantly dying and in pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and ho- hopefully, you know, a hundred years from now, there's a different, you know, uh, you know, like, like cash system and maybe, uh, maybe a different. Yeah. yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. We got Bitcoin, a global cryptocurrency. And then yeah. uh, maybe, you know, maybe America will be different in a hundred years. You know, think about how, you know, America was in the early days. And everyone was like, eh, when they look back at it. So right. we used to be haggard. Yeah. Still kind of are haggard. Still are. So, you know, we never know in a hundred years. But I know that right now 
we are in this beautiful sliver of time where we get to see things like Niagara Falls, right, which recede like a couple feet every year, and eventually we'll just. You know, it'll just uh, cease to be. It'll connect with the Great Lakes and just be part of the lake. And then um, Mount Rushmore is another one. As if anybody wants to see fucking some old white fucks, slave owners on the side of a mountain. Have you seen Mount Rushmore in real life? Um, I have not seen Mount Rushmore in real life, but I did see Running Horse. Yeah. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah, that was cool to see. Yeah. But uh, I know that there's a secret room behind Mount Rushmore that has like a crazy plaque in it. Yeah. Uh, okay, Richie Rich. No, not not that kind of like secret room. <laughs> like if you walk up the hill where you're not allowed to go, it's like like crazy private government property and like protected all the time. Yeah. But you could see it from here. I'll try to find a picture of it. But uh, there's Rushmore like, plaque. There's like a I mean, little room. You just you need big to. teeth toothbrushes for them if they got the bad plaque. Yeah, very too. Very tooth. <laughs> <laughs> very tooth. <laughs> uh, very tooth fairy. Here we go. Mount Rushmore <laughs> hidden room. Vault. I'm not gonna lie, I may have had too many snaps while doing this podcast. <laughs> That's all right. I'm right there with you. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Here it is. There's a little room back here with a little plaque. Uh, I see no picture. You don't see a picture? Oh, I see that. You see it? Yeah, I do see that. See? There it is. This place is legit as fuck. Well, look. There's a bunch of pictures of it. Yeah. So. I, bet you, I bet you that's a picture of the inside of it right there. Hey, look. And it goes back. It goes deep. Yeah, what's the plaque say? Uh, the plaque says, I don't know. I can't. Well, wait, what, hold on. Ye- what 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 year is that? What number system? What number do we have down it there? Says, MCMXCV three. Yeah, type that in. Type that into your Googler. Um, I let me put my bong down. Let us place there, carved high, close to heaven. Wait, I gotta fucking, I gotta read this shit. I gotta see what this shit says. Cause it says something about like carving their heads close to the heavens. Cause they're bosses or something like that. Let's right see. here. Roman numerals means 1998. 1998? Yeah. Uh, let us place their, Carved high as close to the heavens as we can. The whole of our leaders, their faces to show prosperity, what manner of men they were, then being a prayer that the records will endure until the wind and the rain alone shall wear them away. Okay, I can barely read that. So it's not that I'm retarded. It's no, just, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a real bad angle. Yeah. But, uh. But there's a better one. Oh. Right there. <laughs> God. Whatever, okay? I found it. So. All right, now go back. Go back to the previous page you were just on. Mm-hmm. So, something just caught my eye. What's that? Uh, the previous page. Hmm. Right there. All right. Um. God damn it. It was a shot from inside the tunnel looking out. You could see the plaque at the end of the tunnel. Ooh, ooh, look at that one. I'm pointing at it like you can see where yeah, I'm pointing. I can't see. The butts? Is that what you're talking about? No, go down. Yeah, the, right there. The hole. It, it's like nighttime and there's a light. This one? Um, um, uh, Is that the one? Oh, hey. Crazy. No. Go scroll up. Right there, that one, right in the middle of the fucking screen. This right one? there. This one? No. This one? No. No, no, scroll up. The fuck? Why does it keep changing every time I'm looking at it? It's like it's like an x-ray view. I think it's a lag. Most uh, likely. Oh, 
This one? <laughs> yeah, the one that's got the X-ray. Is this it? You can like, you can like, <sighs> no, but that's the first one I was talking about. There. <laughs> yes, there. That one right in the middle of that goddamn screen. This one? <laughs> Is this the one? I, I don't know. There is such a bad. Yes, that. That's the one. All right. We got it. I'll cut all that out. Oh, I know what that is. What? That's not the, that's not the tunnel up on Mount Rushmore. That's the um Oh, the seed bank? Yeah, the seed bank. Yeah. So uh so yeah, secret room back there, Mount Rushmore. Um another thing, uh something that we were talking about a while ago on the show, totality. Yes, totality. Uh-huh. The moon is uh slowly moving away from Earth. And after uh, after so many years, and it'll be soon, like in the you know tens of thousands, um, the moon will be too far away to totally eclipse the sun. So they will talk about times when there used to be a solar eclipse, but right now we're in the time where we get to see solar eclipses. Yep. And uh, one of the dopest is the rings of Saturn are going to fall apart and, you know, disperse into space. They're all chunks of ice, mostly. Yeah. And they think used to be moons or one moon. But uh, have you ever seen Saturn through a telescope? I have. It's pretty, it's pretty epic. Yeah. It is an intense vision and feeling to look at it. Like to actually visually see the rings of Saturn in the blackness of space is like insane. It blew my mind. That was definitely my favorite thing to see through a telescope. Cause I like looked at the moon, you know, and then you do the thing where you look up at the mountain top and you like can see really like close on shit. And yeah. then I like looked out at stars and saw this little blinky thing and saw that. But then when I finally actually found Saturn and saw it, that one, like, I stepped back and, like, had to collect myself for a second. That one blew my mind. I also might have been really high when I saw it. I I, I will take into account both of those. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, I need a telescope. Yeah, so do I. I've been looking to get one for me and the boys. Like, a real, real nice one. Yeah. And there's, like, they're not that expensive, too. You can get really good ones. It's just mm-hmm. all about it's all about the lens diameter. Because the the wider the lens, the more you can uh, magnify. Yeah, I want one like this. Yeah. Fucking huge. One that's like manhole size cover. Yeah. Manhole cover sized. Maybe bigger. Maybe bigger. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, we we have a lot of cool shit that we could see now. But there also is a lot of shit. I really wish that I could see... The Andromeda Galaxy in the sky. That would be insane. That'd be like some fucking Star Wars shit. That would be super epic. It's just too far away for us to ever see still. Yeah, for now. For, for now. Another, for another billions of years. So, uh... Maybe they really liked the E.T. game over there. <laughs> in the Andromeda Galaxy, everything's different. It's all backwards. Yeah. yeah. And that's like the... That's the best, best game. game ever. And the worst game is like Call of Duty or something. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, Call of Duty World War Two? No. It uh, stop it. That's loud. <laughs> what are you doing? I was putting my wire in the in the wire holder on the mic stand. Oh. Uh, Call of Duty World War Two was uh very highly anticipated. They were going back to the boots on the ground, shoot 'em ups, you know the crazy shit. Yeah. And then uh. And then it dropped, and I'm pretty sure that the day it dropped, it the server crashed because too many people were playing it, and people couldn't play for like ever, and everybody was pissed off about it, which I would have been too, but I wasn't playing it, so now I think it's funny. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't know, dude. I I would have been fucking furious if South Park didn't get their shit together for when they released the fractured butthole. Yeah. 
if you would have fucking paid full price for that game, day it comes out, pre-ordered it, went and got it, fucking uh-huh. set a day, like set aside all this time. It's like people had fucking parties. They had friends come over. Everybody brought their consoles. Everyone hooked up. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. old school land parties and shit. And then nothing, no game. Brutal. Pe- people took days off work. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like, like I the hard, the hardcore, hardcore gamers. Yeah, I mean, I didn't either, but I'm sure that there's people that like, especially people that like Twitch and shit like that. They like make money. They're like all set up to fucking make all kinds of Call of Duty money. Right. And, yeah. And now they're wa- they're like viewers just get to watch them yell. God, I don't I don't get why people watch somebody else play a game. That doesn't sound fun to me. Me neither. But I don't understand a lot of things kids do. So. I think that's right. what it is. That's I chalk it off to I'm old. I'm 31, and it's always it's usually kids like it's teenagers that watch shit on Twitch, right? And it's like I after a while, like if I if I drop my guard and start like actually watching things, then I like PewDiePie. PewDiePie was like always a joke. South Park made fun of him. I would laugh. And then he got in trouble for the Nazi thing. I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, a little bit. And then, and then I started watching his videos, like his newer ones, after he had gotten in trouble. And he like totally like uncensored himself and was more like him, but was still a character. And then I liked it. I dug all the shit that he was doing. And, you know, I, I wouldn't have liked his earlier stuff, probably, but I like him now. That he's like. I mean, what, is, what does he do? He sits and talks shit about video games while he's playing them, or talks shit to somebody else while he's playing a video game. Yeah, sometimes he's playing video games. Sometimes he just does like videos and has like the little chat, like he's in Twitch. But uh, like I watched when when the Rick and Morty VR game came out, I watched him play it because I googled Rick and Morty gameplay. And it said PewDiePie plays the Rick and Morty VR game, and it was only like eight minutes long. So I was like, "Sweet, I'll fucking watch this," because I had been watching his stuff, and it was hella funny. Like he, like he's like a character, like you know, like a like a comedian or like a show or something, like in himself. And then he does a bunch of weird shit as he's playing. He's not just like, "Oh, this game's cool." There's a lot of people like that that are dumb on Twitch. But the people that get big are like their characters and it's because they have their certain commentary or their certain style. Like PewDiePie like picked up a plumbus and he was like, oh, and then just instantly started fucking it. Like he took it and put it down by his crotch and like looked down at it and he's like Morty. So it was like the plumbus like just whacking up against Morty's dick and he was like laughing hysterically. So that was pretty funny. You know what I mean? Like. Can't lie. Mm. Mm-hmm. You just gotta you gotta be open minded. And then Whoa, don't tell me I'm fucking closed minded over here. No, I'm not. Because I don't want to watch some Yahoo stick his thumb up his butt and play no, a video game. I wasn't talking to you, I was just saying in general. You gotta be open minded and you'll find things that you like. There's there's different things for everyone. Just because I like it doesn't mean you will, you know. See see, I, I guess the reason I don't like watching other people play video games and I don't like having people watch me play video games because I feel like an asshole. Yeah. Is because when I was younger, I had friends who would sit and play video games and wouldn't share. Yeah. So it gave me a real strong distaste for that. Yeah, because you're not watching someone play. You're waiting to yeah. see if they'll let you play. Yeah. yeah. And it's like when I when I play my game, dude, I prefer nobody to be home. I'm usually like sitting right in front of the TV. Yeah, because you, you don't want to be that guy. That doesn't let someone else play if you're getting down yeah, on your exactly. game. Yeah. Especially, you know, the kind of games that we play that are like story type games. You're not just going to be like in the middle of this crazy arcing story in South Park and then just be like, here you go. And just pass your character that you've built up and have all these decisions and all these things that you've collected. Yeah, 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 you're no. not just going <laughs> to hand it to somebody. That's that's an extension of you, you know what I mean? You're not just going to yeah. give it to someone and then walk away and let them fuck everything up. Here's my Dungeons and Dragons character. Go into battle with him. Yeah, what is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you the games that you do that with is like is like skate or like, you well, know. Well, see, but 
but but on that other hand, you always had like that one guy who showed up with like five extra sheets just in case nobody had a player. You're like yeah. weird. That's right. I just burned my finger. Oh, finger burner. Yeah, I was doing it, and I did the high finger because I thought I was fancy when I was smoking. You know what I mean? Oh, you think you're fancy? And then as I unpuffed, I was puffing, and it was sucking the flame down. I unpuffed, and it popped up. Burned me. That was very descriptive. I'm proud of my story. So um, that is... uh, that is uh that's about it. That's what we got for today. So you got anything else you want to add in? Um did I? <coughs> did I? Did you? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I think that there was something I wanted to say. What were yeah. we just talking about? I want to say it spawned something. Some kind of video games watching people play video games. Yeah, the video games and the Twitch and the Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh have you ever heard of Post Malone? Yes. <laughs> okay. Post Malone. I saw a video of Post Malone. Not like a music sorry. video. I'm, I'm sorry. You're done? No, I said I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't see uh, not a music video of Post Malone because I am not a fan of his music at all. But I saw like a like some sort of interview. It was like a like a vice noisy piece that everyone's been sharing of yeah. him sitting on the Cadillac with no shoes on, and it uh, it gave me like a whole different a whole different outlook on him. Like he's he's like really old school. Like he seems like he should be living in the eighties. Yeah. And all the like like it showed him in like in his tour bus, which was really just like a van, like a nice van. And he was in the back with like his homies and shit and they're playing like old like rock and roll and like old like blues songs and then like some like old like heavy metal, like old like slayer shit. And all of his music influences are all old and he just like moved to LA. Uh, his buddies had a Twitch channel and he would play guitar cause he like didn't game, but he like played guitar and he learned how to play guitar from guitar hero. He played guitar hero, got really good. And then was like, I wonder if I could learn to play real guitar. And then he learned how to play real guitar. So he would play while they would play video games like Minecraft and shit. And then got like a following off of Twitch and YouTube. And That's pretty he, crazy. And he has like this like super millennial story. Like he got his name, he typed his name, which is like Malone Johnson, into a rap name generator and it gave him Post Malone. And he was like, okay. And fucking, oh wait, no, his, his name's Andrew Post. And he typed it in and it gave him Post Malone. And that's what he rolled with for his rap name. And then the whole guitar hero guitar thing, like it's a super millennial thing because he's only like 21 or something. Yeah. But it gave me like a whole new outlook on him because he like toured with Justin Bieber. But then he also, you know who Mike Busey is? Yeah. He also was at the Sausage Castle, Mike Busey's house for his 21st birthday. And that's where I first saw the first thing that planted that seed that was like Post Malone might actually be like a pretty cool guy. He's just, you know, making shit music for a shit generation, but it's because we don't understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my opinion really changed. I opened my mind with Post Malone, and now I dig him. All right, well, maybe I dwell into him a little further and see yeah. what's going on. Yeah, you know, why not? Check it out. I know that, here, look, I'll, uh, I'll show you this picture. Of him and his papa. So, uh, <laughs> he gets like, uh, he gets a lot of his, uh, a lot of his, like, attitude and, like, swag from his dad, which is some sort of crazy, insane character, it seems like. I gotta find this picture. Here it is. Uh,. All right, 
going to share the screen. This looks like this is just a regular picture of a day out, but it looks like they're in like like they're filming like over the top. You remember that arm wrestling movie with Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. It's like look at how cool his dad is <laughs> like. <laughs> he was like in this part of the video he's like, "Yeah, my dad's like the coolest dude ever." So like I really look up to him. And then it shows this picture and I was like, "Wow, he's not lying. Like that is a pretty cool dude." Right. So <laughs> So you should check him out. Maybe you'll like him, maybe you won't. Just don't listen to his music. Stay yeah, away, no. Stay I know away, that already. Yeah, stay away from his music. That's not I mean, it's other people like it. I don't. So uh Ricky Ticky Tang Tang. Ricky Ticky Tang Tang bitch face. Natural habitat recording. <laughs>